Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. Um, you know, and then here's one of the things about LG. They manufacture a lot of their core components like motors and compressors. So they have a better control of that where other companies don't. But here's the amazing thing. Their dishwasher had a reliability rating of 1.7% last year. And that is the lowest service rate that they've ever recorded. So there's a key right there. Next one down, it's a big jump. GE profile, 6.8%. Now, GE last year was a 6.1%, but a 6.8 service rate, which is pretty good. GE profile. And keep in mind, GE has different brands. GE is cafe. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. Well, today we are going to dive into an appliance episode. We are going to talk all about those kitchen and laundry appliances, whether or not you need to maintain them, what you need to do to keep them working good, what are the new ones, what are the best brands, all that and more coming up in this episode. Well, today I wanted to start out with one of the most important things about your appliances, and this is how you maintain and use them. And these are kind of important things. And uh, I thought, let's start out with maintenance, and then we'll get into uh, a little bit later on here, some of the most reliable brands out there. And I'm not just taking some magazine report. I've got some great little secrets on how I find the most reliable brands right now for 2023. And I can just about guarantee you're going to be shocked with what the most reliable are and what the least reliable are out there. So let's dive in. The first thing you need to take, pay attention to is maintenance on those appliances. You know, people think, oh, that refrigerator, I plug it in and it's good to go. Well, first thing is refrigerators, and I'm going to say most like your side-by-side -side or French doors, they have that little toe kick area down across the bottom. If you have pets every four to six months, you should be popping that off and carefully vacuuming out all the pet hair and dirt and pet dander down there. That is going to reduce the lifespan of that unit and make sure you get all that out of there because that is going to be like a blanket around the coils down there. And the more blanket that's around those coils, the harder it has to work to keep things cold, which means you can burn up and reduce the lifespan of it. So first off, I want to make sure that you're taking that toe kick area off, vacuuming underneath the fridge carefully. Now, don't just go shoving a, a vacuum one down there because one, there's electrical, two, there's very delicate pieces. So be very careful in how you do it and uh, just don't get, you know, get a good vacuum. It'll pull it out there. When in doubt, you could actually blow a little air in and push it out into the room and then be able to vacuum it up. So that's the first one there. Second of all, make sure you have a right proper hose behind it if you have an ice maker. I like the steel braided hose. If you have one of those clear plastic ones or some of these other hoses out there that are more rubber, that can be a problem. I would make sure and replace it. 
and make sure you've got a good hose back there. That is one of the leading causes of water damage inside your kitchen where floors have to be replaced. Everything else is that hose going to the ice maker. Third, pay attention. And I know this is a pet peeve of mine as well, so I will I will throw this out there. But with a refrigerator, you know, they are wanting you to replace that filter. You could have the cleanest water coming into your refrigerator. And yes, they are trying to sell you filters. I totally agree. But you do want to change that filter from time to time, as well as uh, on a lot of the newer ones have air filtration on the inside. So that charcoal filter and the filter for the ice maker and the water in the door, those are important as well. Now, other things you can do to maintain, you think about your oven or your range. Now, most ovens, and there are a few exceptions like Bertazzoni and a few of these, where I want you to get a oven thermometer and see and test if your oven is working correctly. It's really simple. You know, turn it on to 425, pick a nice hot temp, put the oven thermometer in there, let it get up to temp and let it sit there for probably 20 minutes. Then peek in there. A normal oven, you will see temperature swings as much as 30 or 40 degrees inside. And that's typical for many appliances out there. The nicer the appliance, typically, the less the swing. But you could see that 425 down to 375, 360, and up to 450, 475 sometimes. I have seen those temperature swings get huge. But what you want to see is if you set it to 425, is it actually 425? Where does it hang out? Because I tell you what, on my older GE Whirlpool ranges, things like that, I have had them 30 or 40 degrees off. And then check your manual to see how you set that. If it's a dial, usually there's a set screw you can move. If it's an electronic control, many times you can actually just get in there, push a couple buttons and adjust that plus or minus temperature to get it where you want. So that is a key right there making sure that's styled in and keeping it clean, guys. Do not run the, the self-cleaning mode right before you're going to cook a big meal because it will taste like you just ran the, the self-cleaning mode. So that's another one of those to be careful with. But keeping it clean, keeping things inspected, making sure you're good. If you have a gas range, it is okay to contact your gas company every few years. Have them come out and check to make sure there's no leaks. That's not a bad thing. Uh, and then, of course, making sure with that vent hood above it, when was the last time you wiped that down? When was the last time that you cleaned those filters? And third, it better be venting outside. If it's not, there's a great DIY project for you to make sure that that range hood should always. No if ands, or buts about it. If you have a cooking surface in there, that range hood should vent 100% outside. Even if you've got one of those horrible recirculating ones, as I've always said, they make no sense. They don't work. And make sure that that thing vents outside. If not, you will have some of the worst air quality in your house that you've ever had by not using that range hood. So when that range cooktop is on, hood should be on and it should be venting outside. Now, if you have front load washing machines, make sure that you're checking that filter because almost all front load washing machines have a filter in front of the drain. Check your uh, instructions to make sure that. I'd be changing that every six months to a year, cleaning it out, putting it back in, as well as making sure that those hoses are not rubber hoses behind the unit. Those need to be braided hose, and uh, that way they don't fail. Rubber hoses only last a few years, so make sure that you've got those. Another cause for flooding. As well as on that dryer, make sure that you've got that dryer vent cleaned out. I like to clean those uh, vents that go out to the outside probably once a year. 
and uh, make sure those are good and uh, that that ducting is in good condition. Make sure you vacuum out that area where the uh, lint goes in, uh, that lint charging, you know, the changing filter thing in there. Make sure you change and get that cleaned out and make sure that's golden. Now, when it comes to dishwashers, you can run dishwasher cleaner through there to make sure that you've got all the buildup. The harder the water, the more maintenance you need to do on that. And then uh, with dishwashers today, one rule of thumb, do not pre-wash them, pre-scrape them. Do not pre-wash dishes before you put the dishes in there because you are actually resulting in cl- in not cleaner dishes. You're having less clean dishes because that detergent now is not having any of the phosphates and stuff that were in there before. They use enzymes. Enzymes need food to turn on. So if you actually are washing those dishes before you put them in, you are getting less clean dishes because you're not activating those detergents. So make sure that you pre-scrape them, put them through. If that's not cleaning the dishes right after you've pre-scraped them, then you either have the wrong detergent or you've got a broken dishwasher, but do not pre-rinse those things beforehand. That's another key right there. And then microwaves, just really keep them clean. Make sure they're working great. Wipe them out. Make them look good, and you'll be good to go there. And another thing out there that I want you to take a peek at, you know, those mic- over-the-range microwaves, make sure those are cleaned out as well, and uh, you'll be good to go there. And uh, any other appliances like steam ovens, things like that, make sure you're freshening up the water. Same with built-in coffee makers, all those different things like that. Those are all appliances that you can maintain pretty easily. And when it gets out to your outdoor grill, make sure that those things are cleaned up. Nobody wants any grill fires. And uh, again, those are just basic things. Garbage disposals, they make really good little uh, tablets you can drop in to make those things smell fresh. What I do is when I'm using lemons or limes in the in the kitchen, I run those through there with some ice. And uh, that acid of those, as well as the ice, will go through there and really clean things up, and it makes a huge difference. All right, we come back. So much more about appliances just as soon as Around the House returns. Are you looking for a good night's sleep? I had a mattress from a box that was keeping me up all night long. I stopped in at Mattress Warehouse USA and they handmade me a new one that is getting me the best sleep of my life. Plus, if you need a custom size, they can handle that too. For handcrafted care at prices that are much less than the big mattress stores, head to MattressLW.com. Make sure and mention Eric G sent you for 10% off your purchase. Plus, they ship anywhere in the U.S. MattressLW.com. Sleep well. show where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for tuning in today. Hey, if you want to get hold of us over here at Around the House, head over to aroundthehouseonline.com. Make sure you're following us on social media. That could be the Around the House show uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and make sure that you're following Around the House Northwest. That is the television show, and that is where you can catch new video every single week. It's one hour of fresh television that we do, including some segments called Perform Like a Pro, where we take on a DIY project, as well as our Made in Northwest series, which is Made in USA, stuff that's made around my hometown here in the Portland metro area. 
So much more of that. And then uh, if you want to see the videos, you can head uh, over and catch a lot of those over to roundthehouseonline.com. Or if you're checking out the YouTube, that is over on uh, just go to Fox 12 Oregon. Look for Around the House in the playlist and you'll find it there. Well, I have a source that I use for finding the best and most reliable appliances out there. And it's kind of interesting how it goes. Um, I do not use the um, consumer magazines, and I'll leave it at that because I think those are flawed. There's a company that I follow out of the Northeast, Yale Appliance, and they do every single year, they keep track of all their appliance repairs and the percentage of repairs. And I think it works out really well that way. And it's a little bit better measure of what it is. So it's interesting when it comes down in to the most reliable appliances, we're going to start out here with some of the the least reliable appliances out there, because I tell you what, it's interesting. Um, it's it's kind of crazy how what brands are reliable, what aren't. And what are the, some of the, the the types of appliances that are least reliable as well? Because that's an important one. So let's talk about the least reliable because it kind of makes a difference on the brand. Because if a company makes a lot of this certain type, then guess what? That can skew those numbers a little bit. So the least reliable appliances for 2023, counter depth French door refrigerators. And usually it's the ice maker which has a problem because the ice cubes are traveling through a warmer refrigerator and those can refreeze again. So that is something that's getting better, but that is an issue there. Pro ranges with the high output burners have problems with gas igniters. You know, it, um, it's not an issue. Um, if you have, you know, because you have four to seven burners on a range, but you know, it can be an issue. So, there's a lot of things like griddles, grills, steam ovens, multiple burners, and then you've got sous vides on some now, and those can be an issue all down the road. And so that's one of the things here that that kind of interesting. Those are the those are the some of the biggest issues right there. Now let's get into the brands here that are the most reliable. And Per that uh, Yale appliance list here, I'll give them credit for this, for their statistics. And it's interesting. So their their top brands, this is shocking, LG at 4.4% service rate. And they base this on about 40,000 service calls logged by their service team last year. And that's pretty important. So 4.4% service rate um, and previous service rate in 2021 was 4.4. So they are pretty consistent. So LG is number one for the second year in a row. And it's kind of surprising, to be honest, because they have those French door refrigerators, which are one of the biggest ones. That's one of their biggest movers. But uh, LG had some problems back in 2019 when they had a uh, had a, um, a really big class action lawsuit. And I think that really helped them do. And now here's another one. Um, you know, and the, here's one of the things about LG. They manufacture a lot of their core components like motors, compressors. So they have a better control of that where other companies don't. But here's the amazing thing. Their dishwasher had a reliability rating of 1.7% last year. 
And that is the lowest service rate that they have ever recorded. So there's a key right there. Next one down, it's a big jump. GE profile, 6.8%. Now, GE last year was a 6.1%, but a 6.8 service rate, which is pretty good. Uh, And that's uh, GE profile. And keep in mind, GE has different brands. GE is cafe, um, which is interesting. And, um, you know, they've got their other stuff as well in there. But that's kind of where that is. Now, the interesting thing here, too, with GE is GE is not an American company anymore. They were bought by Harrier, the Chinese company. And so I don't know if that has anything to do with them going from a 6.8 to a 6.1, but that's something that happened a few years ago. Number three on this list, LG Studio. It is a sub-brand of LG. And uh, the LG appliances have a little bit better build quality and advanced features uh, in their washers, dryers, ranges, wall ovens, and refrigeration. Uh, Maytag, their previous service rate was 8.6. They're at 7.4%. So that's good. Um, And their laundry is decent as well. So um, Bosch, 10%. Previous service rate in 2021, 11.7. So they've gotten better. Uh, dishwashers are reliable with a service rate of 5.1%, but the refrigerators, you know, stoves, wall ovens, you know, were there. Now, here's an interesting one. This is one that, uh, that I'm surprised with. Speed Queen, 8.9% service rate. Previous service rate of 103 Speed Queen, in my mind, used to be in the, wa- in the laundry world the most reliable period, but it's kind of interesting. So these, uh, they produce commercial and residential units, but uh, I tell you what, if I bought a Speed Queen with an 8.9% service rate and I could have bought an LG with a better service rate, guess what? That's getting my attention. So Speed Queen, who has been the, the king of longevity of these things, definitely a higher service rate than they have, uh, and that's interesting. Number seven, Mila. service rate. They've popped up just a little, 9.9 last year. And uh, those guys really are incredibly sophisticated. So I'm not surprised. I mean, they have heat pump dryers, advanced washers, dishwasher with automatic, you know, dispensers. There's a lot of features with Mila. And so that's a big one there as well. So uh, that's interesting. And they make almost all their own parts. And one of the things I do like about Mila is that they do have a lot of, uh, service on theirs they keep parts around for a long time so you can buy that and keep it around number eight signature kitchen suite which is the lg luxury brand so that is their high-end professional ranges and that's at 9.3 percent number nine gagano 9.4 percent uh they were 7.7 so they slipped a little bit uh it is the exclusive cooking line by the way from bosch so german designed manufactured in france you know, that kind of stuff. And number 10 is GE Appliances at 10.2% service rate. Last year, they're at 8.4. So that tells me that they have slipped a little bit there as well. We'll wrap this one up as soon as we come back, just as soon as Around the House returns.
to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. Well, if you want to comment on this, make sure you head over to Facebook on Around the House show. You can send over uh, messages there or over to me at AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Now, we've been talking about appliances today in this hour, and uh, we've been talking about the most reliable appliance brands for 2023. And to recap, so far, LG was number one, GE Profile 2, LG Studio 3, Maytag 4, Bosch 5, Speed Queen 6, Mila 7, Signature Kitchen Suite, which is the uh, luxury version of LG, at 8, Gagano 9, number 10, GE Appliances. Number 11 is Thermador, and that's an interesting one there, too. They're a very nice luxury brand. Um, they've really got some neat stuff. I'm really impressed with Thermador. Um they simply they just build mostly built-in refrigerators, pro range, wall ovens, steam ovens, cooktops, range tops, that whole thing. So it's hard to believe that anybody with all those different options can even be on this list. They've done a great job of it. So uh, Bosch bought them in the 90s, and they have gotten better and better and better as time goes on. And number 12 is KitchenAid with an 11.2% service rate. And their previous service rate was 10.2%. And that tells you really kind of where they are. Um, you know, their dishwashers, again, well-manufactured, reliable. Um, they struggle when it comes to refrigerators and stoves. And um, I like the brand, but yeah, that has really been hurting. Now, I noticed that there's brands on this in these top 12 here that are not here. You don't see Samsung anywhere on this list. You don't see Whirlpool anywhere on this list. KitchenAid is the closest because they're a Whirlpool corporation, but you don't see you don't see a lot of the others on here like Gen Air. And I'm not seeing the Vikings. I'm not seeing um, many of the other brands out there. You know, you're not seeing Sub-Zero Wolf. But again, those are a luxury brand, so it's harder for them to deal with. But there's a lot of things on here. Um, you know, Samsung's probably the biggest one that it looks like to me. And, you know, I, I have LG in my house. So um, and then the other one on here that's not and it's a lot of a lot of this is because they're not common out there. You know, I do have in full disclosure, I have Z-Line appliances in, in, in my range and my dishwasher, which is made by Bosch. And those are pretty good appliances. Now, um for what they are price point, they are great. But if you go out and buy a, a $5,000 range from Z-Line and think it's going to be the same as a $12,000 Sub-Zero, you're kidding yourself. But it is a nice working product, and that's something to consider. Now, another little honorable mention here is when it comes to range hoods, and range hoods are something that's a little bit of a different beast here. Um, you know, a lot of the great brands out there you know zephyr which is one of my favorites best by brone um those are all under five percent service rates so that's really uh, really incredible i like a good hood and that's where you don't want to buy the off brand you want to get one of the better ones with that but that's kind of the key right there to all those and then um just make sure that you're going out and spending the right you know, your right dollars in the right place with that. Because I tell you what, um, when it comes down to appliances of what is the most reliable, 
Here's where it gets interesting, and you can break these down by number over here, and I'll put this up on Facebook after the show airs so people can see it. But like, for instance, right here, the most reliable induction cooktops, and induction's a big one. Uh, the most reliable is GE Profile. But here's the thing. When I first designing was first designing kitchens, back in the 90s, GE Profile had an induction cooktop. So this isn't new technology, but GE Profile and Bosch, 0% service rates. And then, uh, you know, you look back at like even Gagano, Fisher-Pakel, Gen Air, those are Gagano's at 2.8, Fisher-Pakel's at 8.8, Gen Air is at 8.8, Mila, 15.6. So it looks like they're having a handful of service issues there. And so that's an interesting one there. So you start to look at what some of these little, you know, microcosms of these things are, you know, when you're looking at, um, you know, front load washing machines, for instance, if I go into the front load washing machines, the most reliable um, LG number one at 2.1% GE is uh, number two. And then you start going down the list a little bit. But here's what happens, you know, when you start to get into these Samsungs and Whirlpools and stuff like that, you get to be less reliable with this. Um, and some of the problems that you're seeing out there, too, with these brands, the the Maytags, the Whirlpools and the Samsungs, they have also had some considerable issues with people trying to get them and the parts. And that has still been an issue this entire time. So, um, you know, it's interesting. And the other key, too, is is Whirlpool and Maytag are the same company, just like we. So you have Whirlpool, Maytag, Gen Air, KitchenAid. So um, and it's interesting. I love the people over there as well. Good people. I, I love all the people in all these appliance companies. But Maytag is not the laundry that it used to be. And so. You know, and here's the other thing, too, um, and this is where we're going to talk a little bit more in this last segment today, but uh, you have to start looking at how companies decided to market. Some companies out there have decided, OK, we are going to we're going to focus on the big box stores and we're going to stay away from the local distributor. And that's a key sometimes in these measurement things, because Yale Appliance is a company that is a you know local service provider up there so they are not a big box store retailer and so that can skew those numbers a little bit as well and you know there's a lot of new appliances that are out there in the marketplace now you're seeing ranges like the one from uh, lg signature that we talked about in my uh around the house northwest show which had one range that had a sous vide cooking surface on top and if you don't know what sous vide is, is that you're basically vacuum sealing food like meat, for instance, or vegetables or whatever. And you're basically doing that in a controlled temperature water bath. So you it, it basically just cooks that food to the exact temperature, but you can't overcook it because you're only getting it to some whatever temperature. So it's really a great way to cook. And you've got sous vide, you've got steam ovens. You've got uh, a lot of the speed ovens that have, um, you know, kind of a microwave convection type thing in there. 
where they use that. Um, there's so many different appliances out there that you see in a kitchen now. Coffee makers have been around for a couple decades, but you're really starting to see that. You're seeing uh, a lot of barware things from, uh, you know, ice makers that make that little pebble ice to the round ball ice makers that you see that come from LG. So there's a lot of different appliances out there, you know, and and to be honest, some of my least favorite, uh, if I could sit there and say I wish there was one out there, it would be the microwave range hood. I think those um, unless there's no other option, uh, those are an appliance that I rarely use anymore because they're not handy. They don't work well for either thing. I don't like reaching across a cooking surface to put something in a microwave. I don't like kids to have to jump up on a range to get to that microwave. I don't like having a hot surface over that I'm grabbing like a bowl of soup over my arms being level. So that is my kind of least favorite out of all of those. So those are keys right there of uh, some of the appliances out there that you should be looking at or paying attention to. And some of those are the wave of the future. You know, induction cooking is amazing. It is so much better. You have so much better temperature control than you do with gas. And I, I have gas in my house. But I tell you what, if I wanted to really cook and have temperature control and get the most energy into that pot, induction is the way to go. All right, we come back. We're going to wrap up how to go out and find that special deal just as soon as Around the House returns. Around the House Show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. Well, this has been our appliance deep dive here. And uh, this is where the secrets to buying and finding a good deal on appliances is uh, the last segment here of the show. And this is one of those things that uh, I think is really important. Now, if you're catching us on the radio and you're just joining us, make sure you grab the podcast out there because we have covered a lot of information on appliances here for you in uh, this episode today. This hour, I want this segment here really, I wanted to talk about the secrets to buying and finding a good deal out there. Now, one thing that I see people do that are on a budget, and right now, everything's tight out there. There's not a lot of people with extra cash in their hands because things get so expensive, is that I am seeing people go on Facebook Marketplace. I am seeing people go on, you know, any of these brands, you know, finding the reliable brands on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace and trying to get from somebody that's maybe moving or something like that. That's not a bad deal. You just don't know the service history of the appliance before you got there. So if you find a model you like and you find it over there, that's one way to do it. But many times um, the holidays, you know, Labor Day, Memorial Day, President's Day are great times to turn around and find those special appliance deals. Now, let's back it up here, and I'm going to explain how many appliances are sold so you can get an understanding of it. Now, appliance manufacturers have what they call map pricing. Map pricing is the minimum advertised price. So when you're out looking at a washing machine and you see everybody has $9.99 on it, then you go, 
huh, they can't sell it for less than that. So many of these things like that, you can't sell for less than that. And here's what happens. I watched a Mueller distributor a number of years ago that some of their salespeople were selling it below that price. They shut them down. They couldn't sell that brand for 90 days as a penalty. So it can be very expensive for a retailer to go around that. So many times that will, an employee could lose their job for selling it below that price. And that is there to keep a price war from going on so they keep the appliance dealers in business. Whether you like it or not, that's how it works. So what happens, though, is, is how companies get around that is you will see major retailers, the Home Depots, the Lowe's, even sometimes the Costco's, will carry appliances, but they will get a special number and they'll call it a special buy. And so what it is, is it's a very similar model number, but maybe has an added feature that they could sell it a different thing. Because it used to be 20 years ago, everybody was, oh, we've got our 5%, 10% price match guarantee. And so people would have that problem. And so that was pretty scary. So that's kind of what happens. So the key there is, is making sure that you find those special buys, because many times those special buys are that special deal. One, that that company will have it in stock because it's a special buy. So they sell them until they're gone. Number two, that they're usually a lower cost because that's why they're the quote special buy. So that's another one there. Now, here's another one that makes a lot of sense, and this is something to sure take a look at. Going around and finding those closeouts, finding the returned model, the scratch and dent, the discontinued model, that is usually where you're going to find the best price. Now, like at the home centers, you can go around and and, uh, start scoping them out you will find that model that's there, especially the more expensive models, they will sit on the floor for a while. And my key on that is to go up and hit that person up at the manager and say, hey, I like this $2,000 refrigerator that's marked down from $3,500. If you'll sell it to me for $1,500, I'll take it out the door today. Or I'll have it delivered the next available day. I am not shy of going up to the manager because that manager wants to get that out of the store. And if they can make the space, they're going to be much happier. So something to think about while you're doing that. A lot of times they're just trying to kick it out the door. They'd much rather see it go today and get the sales in the register than to sit around for another two months because somebody the shopping cart could damage it. You know, it's just not never in a good space. So always ask on those you might be able to get a better deal on that. And uh, one other little trick that I've done in the past that has worked, depending on the store, is that heading hitting up that night manager, that evening manager at the end of the month where they're trying to get it out the door might get you even a little more discount. Not saying that's a foolproof way, but I have seen that or they're like, just get it out of here. Just get it out of here. And that will help you out. And they can mark it down and let it go. So that's a key. So just another one of those little tricks right there. Now, the other thing is, too, is, is you know, people will go into that retailer. And, you know, I, I personally love shopping from my local appliance stores. They are some of my favorites. And asking them if they have something that's a return out of box 
something like that, something with a dent in the back. And then make sure from, you know, if you've got that local regional retailer that's got three or four locations, do they have a scratch and dent area or store for that? And that's another one of those. Sears used to do that years ago when you'd saw Sears stores out there. You would see that they would have a ton of scratch and dents in their uh, scratch and dent retail locations. And so those were pretty good places to grab it. But uh, just keep an eye on that. And with with scratch and dents, you want a scratch and dent on the side panel. You do not want it there where you're going to find it on the front door or something like that, because that can be very expensive to repair. So take a look at the, take a listen to what we talked about is the most you know reliable ones and then turn around and go back and you'll be able to see what you can do there as far as getting a good brand at a good price. Now, here's another little secret, too. Sometimes you can get things thrown in. What I mean is if you go into an appliance store and you want to buy it, you might be able to negotiate, for instance, a free delivery service or a free delivery and pickup. Um, you might be able to get a, you know, a, a extended warranty for a less price. And, you know, extended warranties are an interesting one. Um, for some appliances, they can work out pretty good. I am not the biggest extended warranty guy. And those are one of those things that I just, I just get really worried about it because to be honest, if you're buying a reliable appliance, you're probably not going to need it. But how long are you going to pay that? And, and how long would it cost to do that service call? So, you know, that service thing, if you're buying a, a less reliable brand, that could be the way to go. So just think about those extended warranties. Uh, they're there to be sold because that extended warranty company is assuming it's not going to need. It is a profit center for them. It is not a nonprofit. So think about that and what it covers and what it doesn't. You know, many times an appliance will have a one-year warranty on parts and labor, and then they'll have a, you know, five-year warranty on a big part, 10-year warranty on other parts, um, you know. But if you're worried about it and it's something that could be an issue, like if you're buying a French store refrigerator, maybe getting an extended two-year warranty is smart on that thing just in case you have problems. If you're buying a Samsung unit, I might think about that, you know, and not here to bash Samsung because they're nice people, but you don't you don't want to have to pay for stuff you don't have to pay for. And so those are things to really consider. And those are things that I really want you to think about before you go do it. But uh, another thing, too, is if you're online buying, check with your credit card companies. And I'm not saying go out and buy, apply stuff on there, but there's a lot of companies out there like Capital One and others that have these shopping programs that are tied in with their credit cards that could save you, you know, 50 to 100 bucks on some of this stuff. And that is something to take a look at. There are some of those special deals on there that could help you out. And again, those are things, you know, other brands too, the Best Buys, that kind of thing are in that same box store thing. And then looking at some of these other brands that sell direct like Z-Line and some of these others might be a good way to go as well. But uh, just think about where you're buying those appliances and what they're costing you. And more importantly, make sure that you're maintaining these things and you're going to be good to go. I'd love to hear your experiences with appliances. Feel free to message me over at Around the House. And you can do that aroundthehouseonline.com or send a message over on Facebook. We have our own closed group, which is Around the House Nation. 
And that is where you can share up some of your stories over there and what uh, nightmares or great experiences you've had with an appliance brand out there. If you're waving a flag that you like, I'd like to hear it. And make sure you catch the show out there. Just do a little search for Around the House Northwest. That is our television show out there that you can catch every single week and stream it on Hulu. Just look for the Fox 12 app. All right, everybody. Time to get on to the next hour. Thanks again for tuning in to Around the House. We'll see you in a minute. Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.